You're listening to The Real Wealth Show with Kathy Fetke, the real estate investor's resource. Real estate investors and business owners can often get overwhelmed by all the details involved with building a portfolio, managing it, making sure the insurance is paid, and all the details that your LLC is up to date. How do you hire the right people to assist you? I'm Kathy Fetke and welcome to The Real Wealth Show. And today I've got my husband, co-founder and CEO of Real Wealth here with me to tell us how he's been able to scale our business and our real estate portfolio and make it almost easier for us as time goes on. Imagine that. So welcome, Rich. (laughs) Thank you. Always love co-hosting. With you, this is great. And yeah, I'm excited about this because we've been using this company, uh, Belay Solutions, for a while now. And I mean, over five years. And that's where we hired our first executive assistant, our current executive assistant. And we've also hired a couple of bookkeepers from Belay. And they've worked out so well. And you'll learn in today's episode how they vet their executive assistants and bookkeepers at Belay Solutions to be able to write, find the right match for you, for me, for our company. And for, like you said, in, in real estate investors, business owners, and all that. So I'm really excited to have uh, the CEO of Belay here today. And they've been so gracious to give us a discount code for our members, listeners of The Real Wealth Show. So if you go to belaysolutions.com, that's B-E-L-A-Y, belaysolutions.com forward slash real wealth, you get a pretty serious discount on your startup fees. Because basically what they do is they will interview you and find out what you're looking for, your personality type, what kind of business you run, what your portfolio looks like, and then they'll match you up with the right person for you. So just wanted to share that. And we'll go right into our interview with Trisha to learn more about how we work with Belay and their executive assistants and bookkeepers and how they find them at Belay. Yeah. And I want to mention because an executive assistant sounds expensive. But right. they're they're really pretty affordable. I mean, are you able to kind of share what, what we pay? Yeah, I mean, it, it varies really. It's an hourly rate. You can do a package. So you can do three hours a week, five hours a week. We ended up you know, starting with, I think, 10 hours a week and then built it up to now our executive assistant, Tanya, is full-time at Real Wealth. But it, it ranges. I think it comes in around like $35, $40 an hour. Um, but when you really look at that important business step of looking at what do you earn per hour? and delegating out anything that is less than that. So really looking at how much do you earn on an hourly basis, take your annual income and divide that you know, by your hours per week, look at your hourly rate, and then you should be hiring anyone else who can do that work at a lower rate instead of doing it yourself. So that frees you up to be able to use your unique ability, what you're best at, what you should be focused on as a investor and or a business owner. So it's a kind of a no-brainer really. I mean, honestly, even if you made 35 to $40 an hour and you were still hiring someone at the same rate, um, they're doing something maybe that they're better at than you. And you right. will most likely be freed up from those things that you don't want to do and make more money doing the things that you do want to do and that you're good at. So yeah, um, Rich, why don't you go ahead and introduce Trisha? All right. So on our show today, we have Trisha Sorrento. She is the CEO of Belay Solutions. So welcome, Trisha. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's this yeah. is going to be an exciting conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. I just you know I'm sure you have so much input on how to make the most of an executive assistant and a bookkeeper. You know, for Kathy and me being CEOs of co CEOs of the company, 
we were getting overwhelmed with so many things coming at us. And so our, our first hire was an executive assistant. And Blay, I don't know the exact numbers. You can correct me, Tricia, but I, I believe it's that you hire less than 2% of the people who work for Belay. Yeah. Um, actually, those numbers have improved. It's probably about 1% now. So oh. we have about 10,000 in excess of 10,000 applicants a month that wow. apply <laughs> to be a Belay team member. Um, and we're lucky enough to hire about 1% of those people. So the vetting that we're able to and the rigor we're able to kind of put them through is just guarantees that we're hiring kind of the, the top 1% of those people each month. And that's our goal awesome. is to find great quality, um, skilled executive assistants to serve our clients. Yeah, yeah. I want to go into that process a little bit in a yeah. moment just around um, kind of what are, what are those qualifications that you look for, the requirements and all that. So I think that would be really valuable. Uh, so many, so many questions for you today. Yeah. Uh, I just want to step back a little bit of that, that process. So, um, I contacted Belay Solutions and was, uh, assigned, uh, I forget what, what she was called, a customer service. What, what do you call it? Client success the... consultant. Client yes, there it is. Client success. Yeah. So she was great because she walked, walked me through this whole process. She interviewed me for probably an, uh, half an hour. Um, really asking, have I worked with an executive assistant before or anyone like that? What works for me? What hasn't worked? What is, what are our schedules look like? Um, how do we handle email? All this stuff. And then, uh, what kind of, what industry are we in? What does our role look like? What's our unique abilities? All this good stuff. And then matched me up with our, my first executive assistant, which was Courtney. And she was phenomenal. And she just really just, you know, came in and showed me how to work with her. And so mm -hmm. she did everything from managing my calendar to getting rid of my email box overload, <laughs> or she would be mm -hmm. the gatekeeper. Um, and then Courtney went on to another job. And then I was like, oh, no, I, I lost this amazing ex executive assistant. And then Belay was like, no problem. We'll, we know you. And, and Courtney actually helped in the process to find her replacement, which is Tanya, who is now Kathy and my executive assistant. And Tanya is like Wonder Woman. She does so many things for us and handles so many things. And then when I was realizing our personal portfolio for real estate, I was overwhelmed with that. I was like the contractor who always has a creaky step and doesn't get to fix it. You know, <laughs> we wanted to, you know, look over our portfolio and really look at our numbers and see our return on investment, uh, keep up with things, reconcile it. And I was doing that all myself. I was overwhelmed. I was doing it, except when I wasn't doing it. So I'd let mm -hmm. months go by before I'd reconcile things. And so finally, and then that's when Belay started to offer bookkeepers and CFOs and all this. So I looked into that. We hired a bookkeeper named Sam. And Sam's been with us for several years now. And he manages our whole real estate investing portfolio and produces um, not only reconciling everything and keeping everything all, you know, up to date and current, but he also creates these amazing reports for us every month around return on investment. Uh, each product, I mean, each property has a class so we can look at e how each property is performing and also look at our overall portfolio. Uh, he creates a personal financial statement for us. And whenever we apply for a loan or financing, it's all ready to go. I don't have to scramble and, and pull all that together. So just kind of an example, I wanted to share that example of how how we use our bookkeepers and executive assistants. And we also hired a bookkeeper for um, our company at Real Wealth 
to work with our director of finance, Kelly. So we have Marilyn now from Belay, and she's been amazing too. So she works directly with Kelly, who's our director of finance, keeping everything on track in that area. So Kathy, Gosh. anything anything you want to mention about um, working with Tanya? Oh, I mean, she's she's amazing, and you know, for someone like me, and I know this is true for so many business owners, especially the visionary type like me, it's hard to trust somebody else to do something for you, even as something as simple as booking your flights or going through your email. It's like I've I've had people say, "How oh, how could you have someone go through your emails?" Um, and what I what I've loved about Belay, and I, I can't wait to hear how you vet these people, mm-hmm. is that you know they already know how to do it, and they come in and teach us. And you're kind of like a matchmaking service. So I would love to hear, you know, how how are you able to match the right, you know, assistant to the crazy, frantic CEO? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, first of all, thank you for entrusting us for so many years to support you guys personally and professionally. It's, mm-hmm. it's been an honor. We really do appreciate you. And we appreciate um, you just saying those things out loud, right? Um, your testimony mm-hmm. is, is great for our team. It fuels our why. Um, is that what we're really here to help, help leaders like you just relieve that overwhelm? So um, I'm just grateful that you shared that story. And I'm going to go back Love and tell it. my team about it. <laughs> um, but when we talk about vetting and, and finding the right people, we have a pretty um, thorough interview process that we put our contractors through, both virtual assistants and bookkeepers. Like I said just a few minutes ago, we start off with thousands of resumes and we whittle them down to you know the top 100 people we might hire in a given month. And it's through a lot of different steps. There's, first of all, of course, the video interview steps, which everybody would expect there to be. We also have one-way video steps, which would be them submitting a video of answering a question, an impromptu question. We also put them through an actual skills assessment. So for a bookkeeping candidate, they're actually going through an assessment where we're evaluating their actual ability to use QuickBooks or do bookkeeping. Um, and it's like a graded test. For a virtual assistant, they go through modules of testing on managing an inbox or putting together a flight itinerary. So we are looking at their hard skill set and their ability to actually do the work at hand. Um, And then our interview process, we focus a lot on just culture, fit, motivation, character. And we actually put our virtual assistants through a predictive index, just like a personality test, a character test that tells us the type of worker they will show up and be and what behaviors they will, will leverage. And we've identified what is the ideal profile of a virtual assistant, if you will. And we've done that by building it off of prior virtual assistants who we know have showed up and done amazing jobs. So we just want to kind of repeat and find those great personalities. Now, with that, we also have an extremely diverse bench of virtual assistants with a multitude of skill sets ranging from everywhere from emailing calendar. And sometimes it could be project coordination or assistance. And sometimes it's some social media supports that it really does run the gamut of administrative tasks that a virtual assistant can do. So when we meet a client um, and we're asking all those questions, Richie said we were asking of you, it's really because we're trying to hone down and narrow down who will be the right virtual assistant for you. So at any given time, we have hundreds of virtual assistants waiting to be matched with the right client. So we're able to kind of take your needs and then look at the available pool we have and be able to really pinpoint 
with having enough of an option, somebody that we think would be the right, perfect fit for you. And then we get started, you know, and then we, we get, we get rolling. Um, And we do also resource our contractors with a lot of training and resources and upskilling and webinars. Um, They have access to a lot of tools and each other if they should run into any questions along the way. So we know that the service we provide is contingent on the assistant or bookkeeper being the best assistant and bookkeeper they can actually be for you. Mm, so that's, that that's how we do it. Yeah. I love that. And I just want to say this, it doesn't always work out just because you can't know yes. everything. And and my first assistant, when you guys did a full interview with me and I, I said, I, I want you to know, I'm probably going to be really difficult mm-hmm. uh, because I'm running around and um, control freak and um, and I, sometimes I'm just going to send a short, uh, you know, text, like do this, you know, and I, I might not be hello and thank you, you know? So, yeah. Um, yes. so my first assistant with Belay didn't actually work out, but what was so awesome is that in the past, you know, we'd go through a hiring process and bring mm-hmm. someone on who maybe we had to train how to be an assistant. And I don't know how to train someone how to do that. Mm. Uh, and then you have to go through the process of firing that person, uh, which is awful when you're a business owner. What I loved about with you guys, it was just, you had someone calling, checking in regularly, like, is this working out for you? And I would explain what wasn't working out. And then you would try to manage that, you know, my, my assistant to make, to get it to work out. It just didn't. So I was like, it's okay. We'll just assign you another one, you know? And, and so we didn't have to go through the hiring and firing process. And the second one worked out great. Yes. And, and I'm so glad you brought that up because it, it is absolutely true. You know, all things could seem like they line up. You know, somebody could be evaluating your need, evaluating the skill set of a VA. And for one reason or, or another, sometimes, you know, sometimes the, the oil and the vinegar don't mix. And sometimes mm-hmm. they do. <laughs> um, you know, it's just, you know. And so we've built into our system the opportunity, like you said, Kathy, to just regroup and try again. I mean, that's part of the beauty of it all is human, you know, human nature is human nature. And we will we will never 100% make a perfect match on the first try. Um, but we absolutely are committed to going back to the drawing board and providing another resource, another contractor, another VA that would be a fit. The benefit of that, even though it, it, it probably didn't feel great at the time, is that we've all learned a little bit more about it. We've kind of learned maybe what what we don't like or what did work and what didn't work, what we want to replicate and what we want to change the second time around. So there is this education that goes into, if it didn't work the first time, we know better the second time. And then usually the second time, which hopefully you've seen that, Kathy, you know, we have great success because we've just we just all learned a little bit along the way. And then to your point, you do have your client success consultant who was there exactly for that reason, to make sure that you're getting what you need, the contractor is providing the support you need, you are feeling relief, you are getting what it is you needed out of the service, and that we can provide coaching and support all along the way. I like that relief because <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what we're about. Our purpose at Real Wealth is helping people create real wealth, which we define as having not only the money, but also the freedom to live life on your own terms. So for me, that has been what it's about is the relief and creating freedom. So if you're a business owner or a real estate investor where you're doing all the work yourself and you feel like there's no time to breathe and all that, that's not freedom. (laughs) You have not, you've created a job for yourself. 
So when I really look at real wealth and where we are and where Kath and I are now, we've been able to create freedom as business owners and freedom as real estate investors even more because of getting support, not only through our executive assistant and also our bookkeepers, but also through our team. You know, we have amazing people on our team at Real Wealth uh, who support us that way so we can focus on doing what we do best. And it's so key. One thing that Tanya said to me once, and I think this is kind of the culture at Belay, she said, I said something like, thank you for all this stuff. She goes, I'm a servant leader. I love doing this. So can you speak about that, the servant leader piece? Yeah. Um, you know, we foundationally believe that that's what leadership is. That's how we run our organization is we really believe the servant leadership that, you know, I'm, I'm a steward of this organization for as long as I'm the CEO of this organization. And it's, it's truly my job as CEO to uphold and provide great work and a great environment for people to thrive and to give them the resources to do so. You know, foundationally, Belay was started 12 years ago with the idea that we wanted to, number one, provide relief to people who needed it. Number two, we believed it could be remote, Mm -hmm. that it didn't have to be in the same place. And number three, we wanted to create a career option, an opportunity for somebody who had amazing skill set, but maybe didn't want to go in the office or maybe wanted to work fractionally or part-time because maybe they were a new mom or they had family commitments or whatever that may be. So those were like the founding principles many, many years ago. And it's what we still uphold today is we just want to be a great place for people to work and do the work they want, you know, more on their terms. And that means, you know, they may have one client and they may have multiple clients depending on what it is they're looking for in their life. But we just believe that we're, we're stewarding people while they're with us, clients, contractors, and team members. I love that. What would you say is the best way to use an executive assistant? Like when you, I'm sure people come in, they're like, I don't know if this is going to work for me. And there's a resistance. They've never done it before. Uh, so what, what would you say is the biggest challenge that you encounter with new people, you know, people trying out executive assistant? And what do you think is the best way to utilize an EA? Yeah, this is a good one. So I would say, you know, first of all, most of us, you know, Kathy, I felt like you were talking about me. You know, we're like slightly control freaks who like things our way and maybe don't want to let things go or, you know, and and there's always, you know, opportunity for there to be distrust in some of the things. Oh, gosh, I'm just supposed to give them my credit card number so they can book my flights. And, you know, we, so we see all of this all the time. I think it's every person goes through that in their minds. Like, I don't know about this. Um, cause it's a very intimate relationship, almost mm-hmm. a virtual assistant. I mean, they have access to a lot of your very confidential life, if you will. Yeah. So you really have to, you know, commit to getting over that, if you will. I think that's the hump that we see is like, once you can get over the fact that there is another person that is, it is, your information is safe. They're going to use it to help you and support you. And you can trust that. Then we see great success. One of the things that I would say, as far as it going well is, communication. Mm. Um, we've seen a lot of, of times, unfortunately, when somebody's made the decision, they're going to hire a virtual assistant, they're going to bring them on, and then they talk to them once a month. And then they wonder why they don't feel relief, you know? And so, you know, we're constantly saying, gosh, like, you will get as much out of them as you put into that relationship. It's like the more you can teach and train and offload and delegate to your assistant and show them how to do things the way you would like them done, or let them suggest things. If you're just not sure, like how would they recommend they manage an inbox or schedule for you? 
um, you know, the further along you'll get. And so the key is really just really good communication so they can step in and serve you well. One thing that's worked really well with Tanya and me is we run our company basically on EOS, the entrepreneurial operating mm-hmm. system from the book Traction. And we've kind of modified it over the years. We've been on it for almost five years now. So now we call it RWOS, the real wealth operating system. But we yeah, still like run it. our meetings in the EOS model of an, they call it an L10. Which you're, I'm sure you're familiar with, Trish. Is, mm-hmm. uh, you want to have your meeting rated a level 10 out of one to 10. By the end of the meeting, everyone rates it. So one thing I've done with Tanya is every Monday at 9 a.m., we have an L10 together. It's just Tanya and me. And we start off with looking at uh, positive focus. How did your week go? And just trying to kind of connect and get our minds in the right place. Then we go right into the scorecard. We look at our issues, any headlines, any of this stuff. And then we go through our issues one by one. And then she walks away. And sometimes I walk away with a couple to-dos. Usually she'll walk away with maybe 15 to do if I'll walk away with two, <laughs> but, yep. but that, that communication's worked incredibly mm-hmm. well. It has me focus exactly. and stay on track. And it has me start my week on a Monday with what's this week about, you know, and she's very clear on what appointments, what, what are the goals? What are the steps? What are the next, all that good stuff. I feel the same way. I also meet my assistant first thing Monday morning. It's the first meeting I have on a Monday. Cause I feel like that meeting sets the tone for the rest of the week. Yeah, She has her mar- marching orders. She's not held up or waiting on things for me. She has all her questions answered. Her priorities are set. Mine are set. I know what I'm walking into. So um, I highly recommend, I mean, I'm with you, Rich. Like, that's the way to do it. You know, Monday morning, get started off on the right foot. Nice. Well, I think that's, Kathy, anything else you wanted to share or ask? Uh, you know, I just want to say that, uh, Trisha, we we saw a video uh, with the founders of Belay uh, where they were really putting it into action and stepping out of the company and bringing you up to run it. And that's kind of like the ultimate letting go, right? Mm, <laughs> um, truly. Yeah. And what they call, do they call it a self-managed company or what, what was, what were they calling that when they stepped out? Oh gosh, you know I don't getting out of the owner's box or getting in the owner's box or something. I own it, don't run it. Yeah, yeah. And so we yeah. watched that, and that's been our goal is to really put the assistance of your company in all mm-hmm. aspects of it, so that the company really runs well without you, and you can just be in the owner's box. And we we saw yeah. the founders of Belay do that kind of live, real time. Like they were so nervous, yeah. and they brought you in. I don't. You were COO before, and then you became CEO. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now it's been three years that they've been in the owner's box, right? And you've been running things. Yeah, it it was a, you know, it was a a great pathway and a journey for me. What was great about it is over the years, you know, Brian and Shannon had always brought me up and gave me opportunities to do more. And they were really great at letting things go. And it was a great, it was great modeling for me. You know, they would always relinquish one more thing. And so even, you know, before COO, I was president. Before that, I was vice president. So incrementally, you know, year after year, they would say, well, okay, yeah, take over sales and marketing or yeah, okay, take over IT. And so incrementally, they just let go of different parts of the business slowly and surely. So by the time they made the decision that it was, they were going to step out of the CEO roles, it honestly was very, it was not this big thing internally. Because 
it had all been prepared and transitioned way in Mm. advance of that ever really happened. It was almost like when I was COO, they were very owner CEOs at that time. So when they, when they made it official and they stepped out, it was very, very seamless. It didn't feel like this jolt or surprise to anybody. It was as if it had always been. And so wow, it was cool. It's great the process with which we all walked through and that they just really, they really did model, you know, the perfect way to kind of delegate beyond tasks, but just delegate ownership of things and departments and areas over the season of time and, and really just trust that you're going to do it well and you're going to do it your way and you're going to do it right. Did you still have a little, oh crap, now I'm CEO in the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, yeah, it's about time. Oh, good. Oh, right. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> Until March 20th. And then I was like, oh crap, I'm CEO. <laughs> yeah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> I was like, oh, did you? Okay, I'm, I'm CEO and now there's a pandemic. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What timing? Yeah, it was it was the January 2020. So it was good to be a remote company. (laughs) It was perfect. It was a great time to be a remote. Dialed in. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing changed. It was business as usual for us over here. And I bet. Well, that's great. Yeah. All right. Well, Rich, do you want to share? I know so many of our members have wanted bookkeeping services for their real estate. I mean, once you get over. I don't know, Rich, what would you say? How many properties before it's like, uh, I need help? One? No, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think like three, you know, once you get over three, three is kind of easy to manage, you know, and then once you break that rule of three in, in a good way and you get to the fourth or fifth property, it starts getting a little bit overwhelming and confusing and all the tax forms and uh, managing your property managers and all that. So, you know, for that side of things, having uh, a bookkeeper has been amazing. And then as far as an executive assistant, you know, I think if you're a busy professional and you feel like you don't have enough time in your life, (laughs) which is probably 99% of busy professionals, um, it's just amazing because you can can basically hire an executive assistant for the amount of hours that you think you will need by week. So, you know, it's like we built it over time. I started with just, you know, a few hours a week. And over time, I'm like, okay, this is really really working out well. I want to add a few more hours. And I don't know how many hours that, well, Tanya's full time now. So, um, mm-hmm. it just, it keeps going, but delegating more. Yeah. You get so, to start with just a few hours. That's, that's really nice on the bookkeeping. I mean, Sam does more than just bookkeeping too. I mean, he really just manages the properties. He makes sure that, that our insurance is paid and, you know, water bills. Sometimes, you know, the tenant doesn't pay the water bill and it's stuck on you and you get, it can affect your credit. And he, he's just kind of managing the whole thing. I mean, have you walked him through that? Almost, he's almost like a bookkeeper, personal assistant for the properties. It's a great way to look at it. Yeah. He's just a, he's a fast learner, you know, and he's got mm-hmm. a, a long history as a bookkeeper and accounting and forensic accounting and all that. So he brings a certain talent. And when I asked Belay, you know, who, what I was looking for, I said, someone with real estate investing experience. And so he came in with that experience and so he taught me some things. So that was, that's a big plus. And so you guys have given us a, um, a code that our members can get a discount uh, by using your services. And then we also get a small referral fee, which we appreciate. Um, there's, this is not paid. It sounds like an advertisement, but this is not a paid advertisement. This is just really like a <laughs> uh, testimonial. But uh, Rich, you want to give that, that code? Yeah, uh, I think it's belaysolutions.com forward slash real wealth. Really simple. And yeah. Out, and it'll be in the show notes as well. And so, Belay, yeah, we, that's B E L A Y, right? 
the yeah, light, like just, which right. you love the name because yeah. it's also a rock climbing term. No, I'm an addictive <laughs> rock climber. That's right. <laughs> oh, are you? Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's, what, it, so that's what it's meant for. Yes, yeah. we help you climb higher. Yeah, awesome. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the support. Know, we, yeah, the support and safety net yeah. for climbing higher. Support to climb higher. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, right. that's for sure. Lifesaver. Yes. For sure. No doubt. No. Yeah. You know, and I think our listeners and members know that we never promote anything that we don't believe in and think is going to be great for them. So that's an easy one. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you for you being here, Trisha, and all your wisdom. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. We're really inspired by you. Thanks for sharing your testimony, your story. It's been great. All right. Thank you so much for joining us here on The Real Wealth Show. You can go to realwealthshow.com to get more information on real estate investing and how to build your portfolio. And then, of course, to find out more about Belay, as we said, you go to belaysolutions.com forward slash real wealth. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to realwealthshow.com.